today's holiday episode of Dad's Drinking Beer, the dads talk about some recent failures they've had with keeping the Christmas lights on, Clark Griswold style. We sample every new flavor in the truly holiday party pack of seltzers. The results are a little mixed. And we're also breaking down Jim and Chris's favorite holiday songs, as well as covering a couple of the songs that we're much more inclined to skip when they come on. So sit back, relax, crack open a cold holiday beverage, and enjoy responsibly. This is Dad's Drinking Beer. Dad's Drinking Beer. Welcome to Dad's Drinking Beer. This is your invitation to the local bunker where two dads in Austin, Texas are going to talk tonight about seltzers, sports, parenting, Christmas stuff, and more while surviving in this beautiful, messed up, fucked up world in 2021. I'm Jim, here with my guy Chris in the bunker. Welcome back, Chris. Welcome back. We are locked and loaded, ready to rock. Seltzers, uh, holiday spirit, our football teams are terrible. We got a lot to talk we about. We have so much to unpack, but great call out on the holiday spirit. We're going to start our spirits pretty quickly here, but before we do, I want to talk to you a little bit about some frustration, as <laughs> most dads can relate. You just told me a little bit before we hit the button, but uh, I kind of think you might need to vent just yeah. a little bit. Yeah, uh, I've had, I'm having a Clark Griswold moment. I was going to say. No, I don't have 25,000 lights. I'm just trying to wrap four or five strands of lights around these little, I guess, oak trees in the front yard. And these are older lights. I told my kids they were older than, than they were. Yeah, you're, you're, you have the classic ones. They are. I, I don't really know what they are. It's almost like an like an incandescent bulb. They're, it's probably something that's probably been recalled by now. I'm sure. Probably. It's I'm talking probably poisonous. I'm t- <laughs> it is giving off a bit of a glow that you're wondering: is there some radioactiveness yeah. coming from it? Yeah. So um, I've had uh, three fails so far, and four fuses have blown. And these are like the the bigger than normal fuses that are in the plugs. Um, Unfortunately, it's been, you know, Chris LaConte, our other Chris in the neighborhood, who's come by, uh, started running his mouth about Green Bay uh, or some other Wisconsin (laughs) shit, and the lights go out. And what I've been doing is going up and changing the fuse, but it only gives me about an hour at a time. (laughs) So I'm, I'm scavenging Amazon. I'm scavenging just, like, my brain power. How do I, how do I fix this? Uh, I've got my five-year-old son who's just been really savage lately. Saw him go out again, and he goes, now we have the worst house decorations in the street. <laughs> and I said, that's impossible. We're talking about two trees in the front yard that, that don't look great now. Like, like plus... He's so dramatic. Hey, that, yeah. that fucking hurt. That, that was a punch in the stomach yeah. to a dad who is trying to just compete with everyone else, right? For, for a little bit of neighborhood love. But, yeah. you know, I walked over to the bunker tonight. And, and I noticed that your lights were off in the front. You've got the really nice two and a half to three foot tall candy canes yep. that line your entry into yep. your house. And yep. I've looked at it and I've thought maybe next year I do the candy canes. Callie Dave's got the candy canes. I feel yep. like that's the next thing. But I almost asked you, do you want me to plug these in? I'm be- glad you didn't. Before you, you kind of yeah. revealed my fucking fuse box would have blown because I I don't know. I got I, I guess I got too much. We have shitty breakers in this in this d- neighborhood we live in. But uh, yeah, I plugged in a couple things, and it was fine for the long. I mean, it's been going for a while. And this morning, I come out, and it was all the inflatables were all flat. I was like, "What the hell?" And and it just tripped. It tripped the it breaker. Tripped it. Yeah. So, okay. So now I got just the inflatables off, which I'm running for what five? <laughs> They're really badass. They're Star big. Wars inflatables. They're huge. Was, yeah. They they. Not just yours, but every inflatable. I have two on my yard, but they they all look silly with no snow, right? But like right, right. yours look like there's an actual theme to it. So I'm like, <laughs> just, that, like that's what I would want to do if I had an it's inflatable just ridiculous. style. And I tell people, you know, there's two types of people. There's people that make it look nice and and very cool holiday, and then there's you. what we're doing, right? Oh, we're, we're doing like the cheesy over the. I mean, it's gotten over the top. We just kind of I buy a new Star Wars one every year. We don't. Even, I don't even like Star Wars that much. I mean I, I mean, I like it, but it's not like that much. Yeah, uh, stay with us, fans listening in. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Chris will. I mean, I do like it. Like it. Yeah, I do yeah. like it, but I'm not like that crazy. It's almost just they're the best inflatables they have. Well, and I, the other day, a woman walked by and she's like, "I love the Star Wars stuff," 
And I go, I'm not even that big of a Star Wars fan. As I'm wearing a Niners Star Wars shirt with the Star Wars, I was like, I guess I'd look like I can totally see what this is going. She's like, I love you. Like, I know. Yeah, it was like that. So I guess I am a you big Star Wars fan. You look at you. You Star Wars. Bitch. I know Star Wars. You know it. Anyway, yeah, no, I don't know what the fuck. You're pointing at the breakers. You had it for a few days. Uh, it, just, to, just to summarize, I've had it about an hour at a clip before they, they burst. And I think I, I think I still have too many strands connected yeah. to each other where I need more. But I, I also don't want that Clark Griswold wall of <laughs> right. 15 different outlets being used and different plugs on top of different it's plugs. It's literally just like, just constant like smoke and lightning. It's awful. <laughs> all, all they do is like pull one cord and blow, you know? Right. Like, yeah, this is it. It'll just keep it cool. But I mean, yours, you could go get newer lights, let's be honest. Yes, I, mean, I could. And I, they make similar looking ones that... The lights that I want are the ones that are out right now on the tree. How can I figure it out? Really quick, great dad lesson was after the kids had, you know, um, ripped my fucking guts out with the comments. And spit on your face. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. pissed on my ashes. They bas- <laughs> I basically said, look, guys, this, this is what happens to a lot of dads. It happens to a lot of people. Your initial effort on something doesn't go right every time. Absolutely. In fact, like... We go back to Home Depot all the time to try to fix that one thing, right? So I said, you know what we'll do? It's dark now. We'll try again tomorrow. Now, did I fuck up two more times and blow more fuses the next day? You bet your ass I did. <laughs> but am I done? No. I'm going to try it again this weekend. I'm going right. to move some of the lights off one of the tree to the other, which is actually lit up right now, probably because it has you know, a third of the amount of lights as the other one. I just need to space it out more. I, I, I feel like these are just... They're older and they're they're older tech where you can't have too many connected to each other. I don't know. I I just had this vision of like your your meter just going, you know, with the shit. <laughs> Nuclear auxiliary power getting turned on. Yeah. Maybe you need that though too. I, don't, I, don't, I need I need to get a new fucking breaker. I mean, we've had this issue before of the house in general, but yeah. Here's here's my commitment. We're gonna keep trying. We're I not mean, done. I, I bet homeboy up the street doesn't have a problem with breakers. He's the fucking giant. Uh, Ghostbusters thing. Might as well go knock on his door. If we fuck up again in next episode, uh, if we are still having trouble with our lighting, we're going to take a field trip. Literally, if you if you compete with the Jones in your neighborhood, this guy's Mr. and Mrs. Jones. Yes, dude. Uh, him and his wife. Let's start. Seltzer, not even a beer tonight. We had a lot of great feedback from Seltzer, uh, Seltzer Month. Truly has a limited holiday release pack. I learned a lot last time we did the seltzer thing. I thought I would be, I thought I would be not into it at all, and it kind of changed a lot of because I now know the seltzers I do like to have. So when we do go either poolside or we're at the river or whatever we're doing, I like a truly or I like I like a seltzer sometimes. I would agree. Thumbs out now, so yeah. I would agree. So this is this is this is a limited edition, truly. Holiday pack? Am I saying that right? Yeah, something like that. I mean, sure. that's close enough. Good I, enough. I'm with you there. I, I have a seltzer shelf now on the on the garage fridge. Shelts shelf, sir. Uh, there's a there's a name in there. Is it there's a yeah Hollywood couple name in there somewhere? Like, yeah. Anyway, so there are four flavors in the truly holiday party, party pack. pack. Okay, so I, I missed party pack. Okay, so the party pack is here to stay. This is standard truly though. alcohol, 100 calories a pop, only one gram of sugar per can. We've talked about how the standalone Trulies aren't really up to snuff. Yeah. But when they get into the lemonade realm or the fruit punch realm and they start to do that, I'm hoping this is similar. I agree. And the cans look a little funky. They're like, I don't even know how to, they're like neon sign shit, but I'm cool with it. So there are four flavors. We'll break them out as we go, just at random. This first one is called Spiked Apple Spice. Um, I'm not going to give any points on the creativity of the name, but maybe the, the taste is what it's all we about. We never do. We never grade or score on the name, so that's fine. No, but, but talk about the can. The cans Chris. are a little funky. I mean, hey, I'm not going to pass any judgment on the can alone. I like to have when we have the drink. Spice Spice Baby. Wow. They're really channeling deep on this one. Um, I'd probably fire their creative team. I mean, team, they know honest. they know their demographic, though. I guess this is the thing. So it's clear-ish. My prediction is that I would like this one the best. This one sounds pretty good. Anything kind of apple-y, uh, apple spicy, apple pie-ish. Um, so Chris and I are going to be responsible. We're going to each split one. And we're going to talk through it. There are four flavors to get through. So we're going to kind of sprinkle in the, the party pack throughout the episode. Cheers on the spiked... Apple spice. 
Oh, it's not as appley as I thought. It's yeah. kind of got a, a spice. Oh, I'm sorry. Chris, what's your thirst take? Thirst take. Um, initially, smelling it, I thought, oh, I know what this is going to taste like. Green Jolly Rancher, for sure. Or Apple Jolly Rancher. <clears throat> and then you drink it. And like you said, it's not as appley as uh, as you think. It's a little more kind of floral. Maybe that's the spice. Um, I'm not mad at it. It's not terrible. I mean, I don't know how many of these I could drink. Yeah. It smelled like apple cinnamon Cheerios, which is kind of one of the more underrated, healthier cereals I, I, I throw out. Yeah. But the smell is overwhelmingly sour apple. Yeah. Like yeah, I'm yeah. going to have a blow pop and my tongue's going to be yes. green. And my wife's be green. Right. It's very much a green. <laughs> From the blow pop, I mean. <laughs> um, after the sip and it swallows, it, it's completely different. It, it's all about like a cinnamon vibe, like a little bit of a That's spice. The spice. Yeah. That's the spice spice baby. So is that your thirst take? My thirst take is that... I don't know how many of these I could have, too. Right. I'm kind of glad that I already Venmo requested you for half of this pick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm going to my holiday party this, actually, tomorrow. Um, and if they have these at the bar, I would probably try them. And this is maybe what I'm hoping they're going to have. I don't. I feel like bars can't get this shit. This isn't that thing you get at a bar. You know, what's weird is not every H-E-B has these. I got these at the South Austin H-E-B, and I talked about it a little bit with my sales team and a couple other people, the intern. Um, I dropped a pack off for the intern actually a week ago and got his feedback on it. What a this, guy. this one was not his favorite for what it's worth. Oh, okay. Um, but no one knew they were out. Yeah. So I haven't seen anything. It's limited. It is limited, which kind of should boost it up a little bit. But I mean, at the end of the day, like you said, it's it's the taste. It's why we drink them. But I think I was thrown off because the smell and the taste were were not really aligned. Like they were kind of opposite ends. Yeah. One was very what I was expecting and then one was not. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Because the smell, I was like, oh, I know what this is going to be. Yeah. And then I took it and I'm like, wait, that's not it at all. But I kind of want apple cinnamon Cheerios now too. I mean, they're, they're fucking great. They're gluten free. Before we get into the next one, should we give a little like what's coming down the pipe for the episode? You want to talk about that? Great call. Do you, Sorry. Do you want to preview it? No, I think that's, that's exactly well, I mean, it. We've talked a lot and we're going to do a little bit of sports swigs. Just because the sports hole is not as deep and gaping as it normally is, or sometimes is. So we're going to do some NFL sports swigs, and actually just in general sports swigs. And then so after that, we're going to get kind of the meat and potatoes, I guess, of the episode are going to be talking about uh, best, worst, overrated, questionable holiday songs. So I think there's some great discussions to be had, especially after drinking some spicy uh pomegranate, whatever the fucking sangria shit is. So. Exactly. Which might be our next one. You never <laughs> I know. I don't know. It's going to be a mystery to me. Yeah. So we'll we'll keep sprinkling in the party pack. We'll wrap up the thoughts on the party pack. Yep. Give, give scores. Maybe yep. give our favorites. Uh, and then we'll also allow some final thoughts at the end of the episode. Love it. Cool. Uh, let's go to thank yous. Yeah. I'd like to do it before we get too tossed because it's, it comes out differently. But yeah. Thank you to Benny from Brown's Whale. Uh, for our intro Tossed. music um, from Rogue Brewing for our official unofficial coaster of dad's drinking beer um, still have these ones I did not throw these away last time by the way I've been not hey, throwing them away we're growing anymore we're, we're saving um, to Breakmaster Cylinder for the outro music listen all the way through so you can get to hear that because it's amazing check Breakmaster Cylinder out and who else uh, quick shout out to Witchcraft Brewery they are a local spot here in Austin. Huge thank you, yeah. They do an awesome uh, Advent craft box that Chris and I jumped on last year. We're doing it again this year. We're giving updates every day on Instagram, social media, getting a couple good follows and clapbacks, however you want to call it. Um, And I also want to thank you, the listener, for sticking with us, staying staying true, staying prideful, asking about us, checking in, and giving us feedback. Uh, We think that, again, this is a, a podcast for the people. This is what the episode's all about. This is what the, the podcast is all about. So thank you for, for chiming in. Yep. And going appreciate, back... Appreciate any follow, feedback, like, subscribe, everything. And going back to the witchcraft thing, it is an amazing thing. If any... I mean, witchcraft's not the only place that does it, but we know that does it. The advent calendar, it is like getting an advent calendar like when you were a kid. 
except for its beer. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. yeah. Highly recommend it. If you see them out, check it out. Agreed. But but I, I think it's the same. Like, my kid in the morning, it's like what she it takes, you know, a piece of candy from her advent calendar before she leaves for school. It's like the thing. It's like her little treat. Again, I know I'm sure I'm a terrible parent, whatever. Uh, but it she loves it. It's the same thing for us. Like, I get to pull the beer out. And it's fucking great. Yeah. No. And you're not terrible. I mean, not for that reason. I use it for leverage for the entire morning so the morning goes well. <laughs> That's all I'm asking. You want the advent yeah. chocolate? You want the chocolate? Go fucking put your plate in the sink. Let's go brush your teeth. Put your shoes on. Let's go. And then get out the door. And here's your candy. You got to know your kid's currency. Yeah. That's how, that's, I mean, that's the bottom line right it's now. December. I mean, I, I did it all the time. Anyway. Chris, I'm going to pull out the next of the party pack. Don't, uh, let's not, let's not know in. what we're going to do. Let's just do a mystery pull. Maybe put a real drum thing in there. I don't know. It's just, I like that. What is this? The Cran Orange Sparkler. Okay. So if nothing else, your UTI should go away. <laughs> I mean, it's good for the cranberry juice fans. I mean, I don't know. Cran Orange. Is this, is this holiday? See, the apple spice, I think of apple pie. I think of... Okay. Oh, you're wondering, I, I, you're wondering like, where's, where's the holiday relation to this right. one? Is it like a New Year's thing? Sparkler? I kind of feel like Truly's stretching a little bit, like reaching. They're like, we need four. Like, what yeah, exactly. What can we do? Like, um, I don't know. Cran orange? Cran orange. Yeah, that might have been in there. And you know what? I'm sure there was like 10 different flavors in the sampling room, and this is one that they came away I'd with. I'd love to go to Truly headquarters and to get a tour and meet their people and be like, who the fuck came up with this? Truly, hit us up. That's All right, weird. so this is Cran orange seltzer. The other one said spice, spice, baby. This one says light it up. Light it up. But it seemed like this fancy cursive, too. Yeah, it's a very interesting can. It's kind of all over the place. Like, I feel like they didn't, and no offense to truly, I feel like there's like some old ladies working on this particular <laughs> brand. Like, other stuff looks great. This yeah. just looks like a... Too, too many grannies in the kitchen yeah, on this one, yeah, right? They're like, like, hey, you need to slow Florence, down. Do you want to put those things in there? And then like, yeah. No, Beatrice. This yeah, is I mean, gonna there's do. a gradient. There's these little things. There's just a lot going on. Light it up is like a call to call to arms, a call to action. Light it up. I never think of that with cran orange sparkler. Yeah. Well, hey, um, it may be our favorite one. It might be. I'll give it. I'll give a thirst take on this. Your thirst take. You'll do a thirst take. I'm not going to finish these one. We'll get into sports hole after this though. Love we'll, it. Let's do it. Okay. Cheers. Cheers, my guy. It's light. It's uh, very. I'm going to say kind of airy, kind of fresh notes. Doesn't have any strong bite like the last one had at the end. This feels like a pool seltzer, one that it you just keep going. The last one seems like um, like a holiday pack. This uh, one feels like throw it in because it's actually it's actually pretty good. Yeah. I, great thirst take. By That's the way. my thirst take. My thirst take would be smell there's not much of a smell. It smells a little orangey. Yeah, not much crayon. Yeah. Um, but the flavor on it is probably better than I would have expected. Like you, I would probably drink this summertime. Yeah. And hanging out by the pool. You kind of call that out. Like, where does this fit in the holiday realm? Yeah. This is also good in May, you know, or in June when it's 100 degrees here. Yeah, it's actually a really, like you said, it's a really light flavor. Like I said, maybe we'd like it. This so far is I think jumped you're ahead. It. I yeah. think you're onto it. It's I, jumped ahead. I think it did. It's this is our front runner so far. Um, and I feel bad about the stuff I said about the old ladies working there. I'm sorry. No, we love terrible. old ladies. Was, that was a terrible thing to say. I'm sure we're, we're married to old ladies, man. We got this. <laughs> these are these, yeah. there's no disrespect here on this side <laughs> yeah. of the table. I love that. All right, <laughs> let's get into this uh, sports hole, yes. shall we? Let's dive feet first. We're in the sports hole. This is a recurring segment that we have on the show almost every episode. I was say, every, yeah. I mean, if you've listened to this episode or this show uh, more than twice, you've heard right. of sports hole. I remember that one time, though, when COVID was going on? We did nothing. And we were like, what's been happening? <laughs> nothing. And we're like, all right, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, memories. Memories. So we're going to dive in first to the NFL landscape. Quick segment on the Bears. Just my thoughts. Feel free to jump in. And then you do a quick uh, two cents on the Niners. And like you said, if you haven't listened before, which hopefully you have, but if you haven't, 
Jim's a Bears guy. I'm a Niners guy. So if you don't like those teams, maybe fast forward about yeah. two minutes two, ahead. Two or four minutes tops. Okay. So the Bears. The Bears. The fucking Bears. God damn. Um, well, on the positive, Justin Fields has been cleared. His broken ribs have miraculously healed. And he'll be wearing a thing, they said. like a. Right. He should have been wearing a thing. Right. But oh, to be 23 and healing... Like a G. Yeah. Uh, he's going to be back. And this week we got Green Bay. Sunday night football in Lambeau. Might be snowy, wintry love mix. Love it. Fucking love it. We're 4-8. and eight. Aaron Rodgers is standing by his statement of, I own you. That's what he said when he ran in the touchdown in Soldier Field. I love that. Um, which I kind of loved it too because he was right. I don't get why people got so, you know, disgruntled about it because... He even came out and said, you know, the record kind of stands for itself. Well, and like, I did like how he says, like, sometimes you get in there and you kind of, like, black out for a moment. Like, his whole thing was like, okay, I like that. I mean, I, I don't, not a, yeah. Well, and he's on a lot of organic shit right now. So when he blacks out for a minute, <laughs> yeah. it's probably because he forgot to take a fish oil or something, right? Right, right. right. He's, he's mostly all there. But I'm most interested in watching Fields and his progression. And uh, current spread is 12 and a half. Okay. Is Mac coming back anytime Mac's soon? out. Out. We're going to have a running game, though. Um, our DBs are, you know, kind of suspect. I, I'd, probably, I'd probably stay away from the spread. Um, if I had to, I'd probably lean Green Bay just because I don't see us competing. But if Fields can move around a little bit, I want to see how Fields plays in this type of weather because he didn't have a bunch of experience at Ohio State in that kind of weather. It, it didn't get too bad. If he's the Bears quarterback for the future, that means he's going to see this type of weather a lot more. I'm watching it Sunday night for that. Not just because I'm in Texas and I don't get to see all the Bears games, um, which Red Zone, if you're listening, you never play any Bears highlights, but I don't blame you. Um, but that I say that all the time. It's because the games, nothing's happening. No, they're boring-ass games, and we <laughs> yeah. never even get into the Red Zone. Like yeah, That's exactly. literally the definition of the channel, and right. no wonder we're not on it. Right. But Sunday night against the Packers, let's see what happens. Maybe the defense puts a chip on their shoulder and... And takes Rodgers out, which, again, I'd feel just as equally cool about. Right. Yeah, I mean, it'd be terrible, but it'd be fine. If, 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 it came, if a win came out of it, it'd be fine. Take it away. <clears throat> Give me your two cents. The Niners are coming off of a, a fucking sting of a loss. I mean, I, I the, the Seahawks historically have our number. It was a shitty game. I mean, Garoppolo just looked terrible, as he's kind of been most of the season anyway. He's shaky. He is. I mean... Uh, I've listened to a bunch of podcasts, and nothing is more scary than when he drops back and he's and he and they pass the ball and it's just enough outside of the camera for where it scrolls over. You're like, <gasps> every 49ers fan holds their breath. So, uh, really need to win this week against the Bengals. Um, I mean, that can go either way. The Bengals are kind of spotty. The Bengals are the Niners of the AFC. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every time, a, I've never even thought of that. That's a very good. Every point. time you think they're back or they're going to do something. They lay a fucking egg. Yeah, Joe Burrows was... I don't know if he was in an interview with something or whoever it was, but he was... I think it was on Barstool, or maybe it was one of the things I was watching. Kind of talking shit about Nick Bosa and how he talks shit, because he's... I, I love Nick Bosa. I kind of have a man crush on Nick Bosa, but he was kind of saying he was kind of like a meathead, which he kind of is. That's what this thing needs, because hopefully that means Bosa's going to go ape shit and just crush him. Was Bosa the Ohio State kid? Uh-huh. Okay, so they, they have a little history, though. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Got yeah, it. so so they're in Cincinnati, I believe, and maybe Stat Boy can or Fat Boy can check me on that. But yeah, they need to win. If they don't win, the season's pretty much over. They're not gonna make the playoffs. In which case, my thing would say get Trey Lance in, get him some reps. The guy's got to get some stuff going. I don't know if Jimmy G's gonna be the quarterback next season. I don't know what that. I think there's some major action happening in the office up there that's gonna say a lot. Um, one fun fact. Fun, actually not fun, actually terrible. Uh, the ref in Cincinnati this week is a guy, I saw this on one of my Instagram accounts, Craig Rollstat, I don't know. Um, he's refing the game in Cincinnati, and the Niners are 0-6 since 2015 with him as a ref. Okay. Maybe this is the time that they break that trend? I mean, hopefully. So since he's at home, yeah, but they're only favored by one and a half as at the time of this recording. Okay. Remember, home teams are typically given a minus three. three. Right. So that means the Niners are getting a... Vegas thinks the Niners have more of a chance to win this game than not. Probably based on how bad 
well, they both played bad last week, but how bad the Bengals played. They did. They were put themselves in a really big hole. And I mean, I the think. Chargers, which Mr. Mel was all about. And he, you know, Mr. Mel said, because, uh, you know, you were the, you, you lost your lead pipe block last week. Did Mr. Mel hit you up on this? He did not. But he said, Bob must be so mad at the Chargers because every time he bets against us, we bet. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and it's funny because I don't even think about it like, uh, like you know, to piss off Mel. No, of course not. You're trying to make money. I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the, the teams and I'm like, oh, I forget Mel's an, a Chargers guy. And it's because he's such a L.A. guy, and I forget Charger, L.A., I still, San Diego. I still call him San Diego. Oakland Raiders. Just like the Oakland Raiders. Exactly. Hey. Exactly. Cool. So anyway, yeah. Hopefully we're coming back next week with two wins. But if not, we'll still be here. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what else to tell you yeah, there. Right. Let's do some swigs. Yep. All right. Hey, Bill Belichick, his stock is rising. He's currently the odds-on favorite to be the head coach of the year award winner. Uh, and the Patriots are in first place in the AFC. I feel like that debate is coming back. Uh, oh, yeah. Is it Brady? Is it Belichick? What's your takeaway from watching his team and, and how well they've played all year? Hot take. I think I think the, the chatter is real. And I think that people are saying it because it's making sense. I would have not thought the Patriots would be looking as good as they are right now. Because I don't almost think you can even pinpoint one reason why. Unless you're saying Belichick, right? I mean, they're they're kind of doing everything good, and they're making it happen. And they're winning games. I know my prediction was Chiefs Bucks. If it's the Patriots and the Bucks, that will be an amazing Super Bowl because that is, I mean, literally NBC or whoever's got the Super Bowl is is going to be jerking off to the <laughs> idea of that because that would be a fucking story in the making. They already are, right? Oh my god, yeah. Both both Brady and he are growing on people uh, positively since they split. Yes, he had Cam Newton last year, but it just it never really worked out. Yeah. He didn't really get clicking. Mac Jones has been great. He just won the game Monday Night Football with three pass attempts, which is bonkers. I've never seen that stat. Yeah. We might not ever see it again. But it does kind of lend itself to opening up that conversation again of, hey, maybe without any superstars which is totally the Patriots' way, other than, than Brady, right? They are the little engine that could. And yeah. if you have the best coach on the le- in, in the league, anything could happen. So, yeah, you put them against the Chiefs in a playoff game, I, I have to lean Chiefs. Yeah. But Belichick might be already game planning for something like that, exactly. which is super exciting. Another swig. Leaning off of this, the Patriots just got done beating the Bills at home. Their Bills were at home. Mm. Um, cold, cold, cold night there in Buffalo. Are the Bills in trouble? Yeah, they. I think they are. Um, I'm really worried. I got a great stat from one of my sales professionals on my team. Uh, he said, hey, the Bills have had a win-loss back and forth since week six. Wow. That's why when I said, hey, Bills are going to reclaim the throne tonight. Leading into Monday night, I would have thought so too. He goes, "Not, nah, dude. Patriots, because the Bills won last week, they're due to lose this week. So they need to refine their identity. They don't have much of a running game at all. And in Buffalo, with that kind of a cold weather, the Patriots just proved that they can run at you all day. Right. If you're trying to throw, which Josh, you physical species, Calvin Klein model, right? Like <laughs> you didn't play that well. In fact, you could have won the game." Two open receivers on the last play. Another open receiver on the play before. You just didn't execute. Bills, go back to the drawing board. I want to see more Zach Moss. I want to see more Singletary running the ball. You got Matt Breda, former yeah, Niner. I know. Give him the give him the rock a little bit. Yeah. You have to have some balance in this league. Me being stubborn. I'm not sticky. a Bills guy, but you're just you're just saying. No, and they're you know they're still gonna probably make the playoffs. Because they'll win, they'll win next week, based on what you're saying. Correct, and they're what seven and five now, I guess. Bottom line, they are going to be my Super Bowl pick still. Yeah, but they better turn it around quick because they're they're running out of chances in the regular season. And that cold weather you saw Monday night, that was kind of crazy with that wind. But guess what? It could be like that again exactly. next Sunday. How it could it be is. like that again in the fucking playoffs. Yep. Get your shit together, Buffalo. Yeah, and all these other teams are starting to pick it up, like the Chiefs and the Patriots. Those guys are seasoned. I mean, not the Patriots aren't seasoned, but I mean, Belichick is seasoned. So I mean, He he's, is. Yeah. So. But that team really turned it around quick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I want to go to the Chiefs, though. Another swig. 
your Super Bowl prediction was Chiefs Bucks rematch, but this time the Chiefs coming out victors. Yep. Well, lo and behold, man, their defense is back. They're they're angry. They're fighting. I got my lead pipe block last week with them covering against Denver. Yes, you did. How good are you feeling about the Chiefs? And are you are are you sticking with your Super Bowl prediction right now? Right. Um. Probably three weeks ago, I would have not been feeling pretty good about that prediction because they were just looking wishy-washy, I guess is the best way to say it. Like, they were all over the place. They were not consistent. Mahomes didn't have the same swagger. Stuff was not there. Defense was not looking tight. No, they were getting gashed. They were getting gashed. And uh, and I feel like they're back. They're back. The defense is definitely back. Well, it takes pressure off the offense, right? Like oh, Absolutely. They don't have to score 50 points. Exactly. And if you know you can stop... On that one side of the ball, and then you got Mahomes and Kelsey and everything else to fucking make it happen. Yeah, stroke it off. It's going to happen. So, yeah, I feel pretty good about my prediction. I'm sticking with it. want to kind of change gears real quick. Keep it in the swig arena, though. Um, Tiger Woods made an announcement uh, the other day. You want to you kind of give our uh, I mean, audience a chance to speak that out? Speaking of jacking off. Yeah, no, I've been jacking off since I heard about it. Um, no, it's been great. I mean, look, Tiger Woods... Is a is a stud, right? I mean, they, they were saying his leg was going to be amputated, and now he's playing again. And I I love the fact that he was like, look, I don't need to play every single weekend. I'm going to pick and pick and choose what I want to play. I think he's still got his eyes set on the record. He still wants that that title of you know most wins and and most major wins. I think he wants sure. all that. So, um, you think he's downplaying this then, or you think he's going to see how he plays with his because he, he did commit to a tournament, right? Yes, yeah, so he did commit to a tournament, I think it's this weekend, uh, with his son, Charlie, which will be great. Um, Trash talking Charlie I again. love it. Do I think he's downplaying it? Yeah, he's probably not trying to, you know, I mean, if he was like, I'm back, I'm ready to fucking go, it'd be a different thing. I mean, I'm sure it hurts. I mean, or, or it's, it's, it's extremely painful and difficult, and he's probably still going through a lot of, like, PT, and he's got a lot of stuff going on. So... If you're if you're not a golf fan, you should start being a golf fan now because this could potentially be one of the greatest moments of sports ever. If Tiger Woods does come back and do anything, will be amazing. I mean, literally, the guy was almost dead not that long ago, like ten months ago. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I'd, I'd say Tiger still must watch TV, even though we don't know how well he's going to play. But if he's going to commit to something, try to clear your schedule a little bit, dads. Get a few, you know. Yes. opportunities to watch this before he officially does come out and you know inevitably he'll come out and say like like let's say even this weekend he doesn't play well with charlie i, I bet you even his whatever he's keeping close to his chest that that hand might change that might be more of a now i'm really gonna limit like I, I i said that as a way to just kind of keep everyone at bay now i'm really gonna be picky i guarantee you the guy can play okay. so okay. um we'll see yeah. what happens this weekend i'm we'll, excited we'll talk about it next week for and sure I, and, and look Charlie Woods, that guy, he, that's that's fucking exciting. That's that the future, huh? I mean, seeing that kid grow up, holy shit. Look at you. Oh, man. This fanboy. I had to stop jacking off to hit record just because I've been thinking about it. We haven't had golf talk in a while, so I totally right. understand yeah. the masturbation reference. <laughs> um, really quick, we're going to hold off on a future episode to talk about the bowl season. But Michigan State football, great, great season uh, for the Spartans, finishing 10-2. and two. We are set up for Pitt. In the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, December 30th. Does that come with Chick-fil-A sauce? I hope so, man. It's not on a Sunday, so you know that they're going to be open for business. (laughs) Right, right. good point. Uh, But the history (laughs) in the game is going to be great because the Pitt head coach is Pat Narduzzi, famed defensive coordinator for Mark D'Antonio, was part of many of our great run during the the teens, I guess. How do you say that? The tens? Not the aughts. The aughts no, the aughts yeah. is zeros to yeah. the nine yeah. or whatever. So, you know, the, the teens. Yeah. But I do want to just give a fuck you to the Heisman Trophy Committee for not inviting Kenneth Walker III. That is the biggest bullshit overlook gap that I can recall in recent history. The Heisman's all political now at this point. Call it the fucking quarterback award. Yep. You're not going to give it to another guy in defense again, even though you have someone coming from defense, uh, a Michigan guy. Aiden Hutchinson, good player, did let up five touchdowns and 190 rushing yards to Walker, who didn't get the invite. But um, not even invite. What a fucking, what a jab. His numbers are better than Derrick Henry and Mark Ingram, and those two guys 
were running backs who won the Heisman. That's right. Okay, so must be just different this year. And Derrick Henry, I mean, come on. Yeah, guy. he's what has he done? Right. Um, we will preview the college football playoff. We will preview bowl season. Yes. Uh, but Michigan State Pitt uh, should be a Narduzzi. That was terrible. Should <laughs> should be a. <laughs> we're all thinking it, so I'm glad you right. said it. I'll, yeah. I'll save it for the next episode. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it should be a great matchup. We are. It'll be a tough challenge. Pitt is a very strong team, but ten and two, getting ready for 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 bowl season in a couple of weeks. Pumped for that. Yeah, that's gonna cool. be good. Hey, birthdays, anniversaries. Uh, Want to give a shout out my cousin Tina Lynch out in Jersey. Uh, she turned thirty beep today, and two really good family friends. One of them is my wife's. Uh, one of her mentors and, and bosses of the past, Allison, and her son, Blakely, have the same birthday. Uh, that'll be on the 11th of December. Pretty cool when the mom and the son have the same birthday or, or a, a parent cool. and a kid have the same birthday. Makes it easier on the rest of the family, for sure, to remember the birthday. But That would be nice. If you all had the same birthdays, you'd be just giving gifts to whoever in and one call. Honestly, I'm going to probably forget some of this, but they do this thing called uh, Dancy Palooza okay. this week because... Their other son and her husband are also within two weeks. Ah. So they do one giant party. They they go hard for Dancy Palooza. In fact, haven't gotten my invite yet to Dancy Palooza. Dancy so Palooza sounds amazing. Calling it out. Calling it out right now. So we're going to get into our uh, best and worst holiday songs. Um, but before we do that, I think we should crack, gotta crack the third them. in the party pack for Truly. You down? I am very down. All right, number three in the party pack. And start thinking of those holiday songs that are, you know, great experience, great memories, and the ones who, the, the ones that start to kind of, you know, weigh and get annoying as shit. And really start to ruin your entire life for the month. Coming on up is the Pomegranate Ginger Fizz. I'm nervous about this one, not going to lie. Palm Fizz, we'll call palm, it. Palm, is it called, does it say Palm Fizz? It's Pomegranate okay, okay. Ginger Fizz. Okay, all right. Um... I'm going to let you look at the can, too. It's pink. I think the color is pomegranate. Seltzer colored. Yeah, everything's pretty clear here. Jingle and mingle. Oh, Helen. Definitely something Helen would tell yeah. a guy at the bingo night, right? right? Jingle and mingle, George. Hey, Earl. Hey, Earl. That's my grandpa's name. <laughs> Earl. <laughs> okay. Smells very... Perfumey. Mm. This is the first one that tastes like it smells. Okay. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean. It it it's um it's not terrible. I don't think I'd ever order this. Like I I would never. Um, but it doesn't taste terrible. I I'd put it. I'd put it near the bottom of the pile. But there's only four, so it's not that big of a pile. It's better than apple, though. Yeah. It's better than apple. It seems like apple was a little too. Pungent? Apple came in a little hot in my yeah. mind and it didn't really land. Good thirst take. I'm with you there. It's it's another one that is very floral. I, I'm not getting much ginger. Uh, yeah, me either. Like, actually, none at all. I honestly, I think if you gave me a bunch of flavors and said which one's pomegranate, I don't know if I would know. Right? right. Like, right. like, it's not really one of the fruits in my fruit bowl at home. I don't think I... I can't wait to go to the produce section to get a new pomegranate. I mean, I remember when I was a kid, we got pomegranates one time. I was like, what the fuck is this thing? It's just a disaster. <laughs> it created a core memory for you, and you it, were like, that is not supposed to be in my kitchen. And also, it stains every single thing. Pomegranate. Really? Oh, yeah, pomegranate. Like, the little purple color will Seeds stain. Seeds or whatever? Yeah, it'll stain everything. Jesus, I didn't know about that. But anyway, um, it's not terrible. It's, it's uh, yeah, it's it's fine. It's just fine. None of these are setting records here, but it's not bad. It tastes fruity. Yeah. It's very fruity. Yeah, but I don't get any ginger either. I get no ginger. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <clears throat> let's talk about our <clears throat> favorite holiday songs. Favorite holiday songs. So let's, let's go with favorite first. And, and here's the thing I think I need to at least maybe say first. Yeah, give a little context to this. For me, I don't, I'm not a big fan of holiday music until it's the actual holidays, right? Let's just be clear. And for me... Even leading up to it, I don't like it. Like, we had in the office the other day, I come back. It was literally the day after, not day after, but the week after Thanksgiving, Monday. And they're playing Christmas music. I was like, no, 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 no. This is not when we need to do this in the office. Like, you know, we can 
we can listen to other things. And it was ironically the first day I've ever forgotten my headphones at, at home. So it was terrible. Oh. And it, I mean, this was like a full-on Christmas playlist from like all the stuff. But I love Christmas music on Christmas Day. Like that's kind of where I'm putting it. So my whole thing, just so you know, when I'm saying my music I like, is on the day of Christmas when we are playing it as we're opening presents. You know, Grace is running around. There maybe is a little bit of Bailey's in the coffee kind of thing. That's when the Christmas music is at its best. So that's what I'm saying here, just before we get into it. Okay. Well, I never knew I was doing a podcast with Scrooge over here. <laughs> um, can, I, can, can I respond with Please. that? Please. Okay. Re- reboot. Rebut. I would say this, and I'm not taking a counterpoint, just to take counterpoint, but I was in Walgreens and I heard the music after Halloween, before Thanksgiving. That triggered me. Yeah. In a terrible way, right? In a bad way. Right. That was too early. But honestly, after Thanksgiving... It is Christmas season in my mind. That means even that Friday after Thanksgiving, yeah, we can start listening to it. I more or less tolerate it for a few days until I get the tree, until decorations are up, and then I'm full steam ahead. And it wasn't always like this, but I think once I had kids and their joy from it and their lack of you know flexibility on what we're listening to in the car because they're pushing so hard on it. Once I had the kids, I I feel it from a from a karaoke side. I don't know any of the words right now. From December first to about the twentieth, I'm kind of like holy jolly. Oh yeah, it's that part. It's that part. But once uh, the twentieth hits, twenty first, it's just banger after banger after banger, and I could probably sing it and get the the chorus down and the verses. And yeah, because you're off work and you're just hanging. Yeah, just completely focused. Yeah, I so don't disagree. That's where I'm at. Uh, I don't disagree with your company playing it as long. I mean, my thing is you should be, you should be glad they waited till at least Thanksgiving was over. Yeah. It's not as bad as other places that are like putting it out as soon as you can. The the, the Walgreens it had to be like November third, and I was like, what are Come you on. doing? Come on, not that Thanksgiving music, you know, uh, over the river and through the woods is like a a, a jam. Is that a Thanksgiving song? I think so. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. To grandmother's house we go. I thought it was a Christmas song. It might be Christmas. I don't know. I think they just lump them in at this point. They, they do. That's probably their 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 reasoning with themselves. Well, it's all it Christmas holiday. And, and again, just to put it in context, this is either either I hear them around Christmas time that we talked about, and I'm like, oh, I like this song, or it's Christmas morning. This is the fucking banger. So here's maybe it's a hot take. Maybe some people are gonna be mad about this. I don't know. Some people don't like this song. I like this song. All I want for Christmas is you. From Mariah Carey. Here's the thing. Is that your number one? It's, it is. Okay. It is. Okay. Here's why. Mariah Carey, still a smoke show. All right? She's she's definitely one of my top five. She's, Artists? I mean, of like celebrity like crushes. Oh, wow. Oh, she's so hot. Okay. So that is one reason. Two, that song is one like I can sing. I can do every word of that song. It's a great song. Um, they do overplay it and I feel like they're and Mariah Carey's probably like fuck it who gives a shit like money is money right she's like they're already like saying all the shit like she's coming out of her cave to you know in November yeah good for her she looks great I'm sure she's a terrible person and she's probably a diva beyond all understanding all I want for Christmas is you that's the number one Chris uh, I didn't expect that that was that was a good uh, yeah. a good response did you know she makes a million dollars every year just on royalties from that song <sighs> God bless her. That's why she comes out of her cave because she's she's raking up cash. Man. I mean, I've, yeah, and she looks great. I'm gonna make a, a hot take from the dads because I don't think it's hot take. She has an amazing catalog of music. Unbelievable. In 30 years, this will be the song that she's known for. That's a shit. Uh, not to me. I, I'm a Mariah Carey. Not fan. to the OGs. And yeah. you know, what? my wife Claire is the same way. That's like her. We've dream had conversations to get to a Mariah yeah. Carey concert. Yep. But honestly. This is the song that will that she will be remembered for. Like when 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 she's when, when she's, she's gone, gone. when right. she's gone, they'll be like, "Oh, Mariah." I don't Curry. know, man. No, no, I'm telling you right great, now, a great conversation. It's my, it's my prediction that she, this is the song that she'll be known for. Um, okay, my number one is Billy Helms's version of Jingle Bell Rock. It is got electric guitar in yep. the beginning. It's also how Lethal Weapon opens. So I have a little bit of. Well, some of my songs have like a movie uh, scene reference to it because I feel like 
a lot of what you like in Christmas music, in my opinion, is kind of just what you grew up with of course. or what someone else played for totally. you. But that is definitely my number one where if it's on, I have to kind of stop and listen to it a little bit. And and one other great shout out about Christmas music in general, even, even your number one, there's no really long songs that are Christmas songs. Good point. Most of my favorites are like between two and three minutes. They're right. like oldies. They're like they're like Blink One Eighty Two tracks. They're they're not here to play Stairway to Heaven. They're here to get in, get out, and leave you kind of smiling and feeling right. good about it. Right. right? Did Blink One Eighty Two ever do a Christmas song? Great uh, pop um, culture reference. They they did. Oh, they did. Oh, I would love to hear we'll, that. We can play it on the way out. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Uh, my number two, which could have been a number one, uh, but is Run Run Rudolph. It's when I hear that song, that's one I probably could listen to. Like if it came on, like what, it's in Home Alone. It's a bunch of It is Home Alone when they run through the airport. Right. Yeah. Um, Chuck Berry's version. Yeah. And that's, that's, uh, that's just a great song. And again, like you said, it kind of takes you back. If you hear it in a movie, you're there or in whatever. That's a great fucking song. And it's, to me... The replayability is totally there. Solid hit. Yeah. That just missed my list. Didn't even make your list. Well, if we're doing three or four, it yeah. just missed it. Okay. I'm going to go with a classic. I'm going to go with White Christmas from Bing Crosby. I want the kind of that slow is, yeah. chimes in the beginning, and you're like, is this the Bing? Oh, this is the Bing version. Yeah. Okay, good. And his original crooner type of voice that makes you feel warm everyone got exactly you need almost either a hot cup of coffee or a hot chocolate and whatever you have just get like tighten up get close it does feel right so good great movie too but this song and his album which i think was called white christmas which has like you know 12 songs bing crosby man if anyone is is young listening to this they don't know who bing crosby is please go google him or or go find him on itunes or, or spotify Incredible and White Christmas is his is his apex in and terms of I, I, you know, songs. the album cover alone will make you feel you know cozy. About, right? Yeah, he's like the Christmas hat it's to the, the side. White al- yeah. It's the white album with the wreath, and he's got a Christmas album. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and his face looks like it's got like all this makeup on because it's kind of a drawing. It's, rendition like, it's like an illustration. Yeah, 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 it's great. You know what I'm talking about? I do. Though. I do. It's great. That's my number two. I love that. Uh, my number three it, again could be a number one in anyone's book. I remember this song, and still to this day when I hear it, it brings you back. Christmas in Hollis, Run DMC, that doom, 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 doom. And when it starts, you're like, fuck yes. I mean, other rappers, other hip-hop guys have done Christmas stuff, but this was like, I mean, back when like rap was so different in whatever it was, when Run DMC was doing it, and then they hit mainstream and was everyone was talking about it, they come out with a Christmas album, oh, or, or a Christmas song. I don't think they did an album. I think it was just a song. It was back when they probably a single. It was, it was like back when they used to do like a single release, and it fucking crushed. Um, it still plays today. Still to this day. I like hear it in commercials. Yeah, I'll hear yeah, it yeah, in a yeah. Movie preview. Uh, it's a great jam, and it's almost like when someone wants to make a Christmas song, which is it's so hard to make one now, right? To that like that it sticks, you have to have. Either either bells or chimes or like you have to go all out if you're going to make a Christmas song and they did it with just that that riff yeah that little riff before they kind of gets gets going it's just got a great beat man so good that should have made my list that's a great song good song great song I'm gonna go with another song from a movie but it's definitely a song that when I hear it I. I used to think it was Elvis, and it's not Elvis. This is actually a Bing Crosby, and it's uh, Meli Kaliki Maka. It's the Great Hawaiian song. Christmas song. Uh, that did not make my list, but that's a good one. Yes, and and it's just got such a good Hawaiian vibe, and totally. I, I love Hawaii, yeah. which also plays into it, because you kind of forget sometimes that Christmas exists, uh, holidays exist outside of your own bubble, totally. which is cool. And, yeah. oh, that's how they celebrate it. This is, this is their song. Yeah. Um, and then not to mention uh, Christmas Vacation, um, that was my first experience with side boob, um, with when Clark is ima- imagining the the new pool and the and the nice lady uh, Mary from uh, Marshall Fields at the uh, at the jewelry counter. Yeah, and I again another one I could probably hear a lot. I could I could hear that song any time of the year, and I'd be like, yeah, I yeah. like this. I just want to kind of sway. I just want to dance with it. Exactly. Yep. 
You got another one on your on your best list that that you won't turn off if you uh, if you hear it had, on Christmas morning. I had one. It was a little Saint Nick. Oh, nice. It's like a Beach Boys. Yeah, it's got enough of the little Beach Boys sound, but it's got a little like like a little. It's a sandwich of like Beach Boys, Christmas Beach Boys. So it feels very classic. And I grew up. My dad's a huge Beach Boys guy, and my first concert ever. I went to the Beach Boys. I think we talked. We feel like we talked about this. I, I don't think you did. Yeah, Beach Boys. I was in third row when they filmed. Was this the Kokomo? This was uh, the tour? Co- They filmed the Kokomo video at the show I was at. Are you in the video? No, I'm not in the video. But John Stamos was in the video. Yeah, so I was at that show. Get out of here. Yeah, but Jeez. yeah, Beach Boys, huge important part of my life, just because my dad's a huge Beach Boys guy. Like he's a Beach Boys guy, just. Of everything, you know, all their music. And then, yeah, um, Little St. Nick brings you back because I know we listened to that all the time when I was a kid. So, again, there who, it is. Who doesn't like the Beach Boys, man? I agree. All right. Um, I'm going to go to my last one on the on the best list, and it's more of an underrated song. Uh, and this is the Hanukkah song by Adam Sandler. Uh, I don't I, – I think it's criminally underrated. And oh, if I were is. if I were Jewish or practicing the Jewish faith – I would make sure that it wasn't. I would be hammering it home to everybody who who would listen, everybody who would open up an ear and say, "I need a song. We we need a song collectively as a group. You know, we're we're rattling off Christmas songs because that's what we're familiar with. That's what we're kind of accustomed to. The Hanukkah song is got nothing but you know great references and comedy and Adam Sandler just as a young dude just starting to like kind of blossom before your eyes as a as a performer. The song's great. It's simple. It hits. That might be one I can listen to almost most of the year. 100%. But I don't know. Is that is that kind of a No, a, a I think reach? the only reason that doesn't get the love that some of these other songs get is because it's kind of like a jokey song. Like it's got like it's a funny song. So it doesn't have the same kind of like weight as some of these others. But it's a fucking great song and it's one of those I think it might have been Adam Sandler's first Big. I know he's done a bunch of other sure. stuff before that. I remember Adam Sandler was doing a bunch of stuff before, but like that was one of his first ones where it was like, oh, this guy is funny, and he can play. Yeah, and he's got he can he can sing. He can write, and he can write. He can so do his own it material. was all those things, and it was real. And like you said, if you're celebrating Hanukkah, and that song comes out, you're like, fuck yeah, that song was great. Great jam. Yeah. And to my Jewish buddies, you're you're lucky you have that song. Yeah, it's a great song. And he did a couple other ones, but other ones, not as good as a Hanukkah song. No. Yeah. No. Agreed. All right. Let's go over to the worst or most overrated. Yep. We'll we'll run through these and then we'll do the last uh, truly packed Love and it. then Love uh, it. little final words. And mine aren't, I only have two. I don't that's know how fine. many I have. And I think that's fair because, again, I don't think I hate these songs, but they are the ones where I'm happy to skip or or find another song. So, Same. Um, I'll go first. Okay. Okay. Uh, my least favorite song is Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Oh. Uh, by, um, I think the version I hate the most is by Elmo and Patsy. And okay. Is that, yeah. You're right. It is an intentional hillbilly hick accent on top of it. You know, that riff will be in my head for weeks just because I said it once on a podcast. Yeah. It, it's more of just that gratiating feeling on your brain of, I wish I had never heard this song. My least favorite, most overrated Christmas song. Yeah, I don't hate as much as you, but I know what you're saying. And here's the only reason why I don't hate it. I remember having an my grandma, who's not with us anymore, loved that song. And oh, she, used, she used to laugh like tears in her eyes hearing that song. And she would love it. And I remember like, you know, you know when you see your grandma and grandpa or even like your parents laugh like, like on yeah. vacation. And you're like, oh my God, I've never seen my dad laugh like this before. Or my grandma laugh. I remember my grandma laughing her ass off to that song. And... I've always had like an affection to that song, but other than that, I can see why it's terrible. I think we just pissed off. I pissed off the ladies making these truly cans because <laughs> that is probably their favorite song, <laughs> to be honest. Probably, probably. Yeah. Um, okay, my, I, I guess it's my number one least favorite song or most uh, nails on chalkboard moment, Santa Baby. Oh, I have the same one. <laughs> really? Yes. And it, I just, I feel like it's kind of sexualized and it's creepy yeah. and it's kind of like the Santa baby thing. It's like, come yes. on down the chimney. It's just a little, I can listen to it one time. And then after that, you're like, okay, like if you hear it again, which you will, right. um, it just seems a little over the top. And it's, 
look, I'm not a prude by any stretch. Probably the furthest thing from it. And Listen if you knew to me, any episode of Dad's Drinking Beer to prove that. Yeah, statement, if you right? if you work with me, you know I'm not a prude, but uh, <laughs> it just feels um, kind of gross. Yeah. No, I'm just gonna do you one one better on that. It's for me, it's Santa Baby, but it's the Michael Bublé version, which all of a sudden you're like, what? And this guy is ready for the big D right. in the song, and he even changes a couple of the words around. But it's unfortunate because he has a pretty good Christmas album. Sure. But Santa Baby. You listen to it once, that's that's more than you'll ever want to hear that song again. Yeah. So I challenge you to listen to that. And I did do a little research, and I know there's a lot more terrible Christmas songs because... Of course. We, we already mentioned how hard it is to make one and have it hit, but that doesn't mean people don't try. Oh, yeah. Um, but this one is, is just absolute trash. Yeah, I agree. Absolute trash. That was fun. That was very fun. That was super fun. Let's finish off with the last flavor this is the holiday sangria style i'm curious because i do you know what i do like a little sangria during holiday i'm not gonna lie can you remind me what sangria is uh no i don't know what it is i think it's like, it's a, like a wine, wine. With fruit yeah I, I, it, it, I used we used to do and i'm gonna get this wrong it was like mold wine is that a thing mold oh hot, yeah hot mold mold wine? like mold m-u-l-l-e-d yeah no exactly not mold m-o-l-d but yeah um, a friend of ours used to make it and it was awesome and it was like um, warm and had like orange slices and shit in it it's an acquired thing but but sangria has that same kind of thing but I think it's cold so sangria has a lot of flavors going into it right because I just took a whiff and it smells like a lot of shit going on in there <laughs> it right does, it like does. I can't pick out one it's no. like it's a it's like hey let's just mix all these fucking uh trulies and come together for sangria like i feel like maybe the the creative team was like we got six other flavors we could do we don't know which one to pick and they couldn't decide and they're like hold on let's put them all together call, call them sangria, sangria. <laughs> dude truly right now is listening going how the fuck did they figure that out <laughs> hey what does the can't say on this one what's the weird thing serve cold and get warm you just went cross-eyed. Yeah, that's... Um, <laughs> I mean, this one... I Yeah, I feel like the old ladies are getting a little... Spy. They I feel think, like they like this. And I, also, like, it's got, like, a little, like... What's this drippy... It looks like a long schlong. It does look like something coming off of that. I feel like when they made this one, the Cialis had just hit the, the ward, and they thought, let's get after it. Like, let's go. Let's make sangria. Give me your thirst take, Chris. Super sugary, right off the bat. Real sweet. Kind of syrupy almost. But the other ones are not that way. I can't get out of my head that it's probably four different flavors they were going to do. And they just picked, let's put them all together and call them sangria. That's funny. That's um, fucking, that is probably exactly what happened. Here's too. the thing though. I've had sangria before. You know, we all have, right? Nothing about this screams sangria to me. It just screams kind of sweet. I don't even, yeah. Um, and, and even then, it just says hol- holiday sangria style. Like it's kind yeah. of like, those words don't really even really go together. Yeah. I mean, is, holiday, is sangria a holiday thing? Well, you said you usually have it around the holidays. I guess I had the mold wine. Mold. mold. Anyway. That's a good first th- That's a sorry. good thirst take. Long no, thirst take. No, that's okay. Give me your action. Everything you said I agree with, except at the end, they just dumped a bunch of big red in there. It's got a huge, hey, we can't have too much, cinnamon. but yeah. let's, let's knock some cinnamon in there to make it like... Just enough of a kick to bring it together. I just got that cinnamon. Yeah, and I'm not a sangria guy. But the, the sangria is that more of the mold wine where it's more spice, like I like guess. flavor, flavor. Yeah, I, and maybe we're just we're the wrong audience for this. Yeah, maybe this is not. And again, this if if you I was to Gert, pick Gertrude needs to get her, you know, oh right, test yeah. audience samples a little different, right? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Gertrude would be like, I don't know, this is perfect sangria to me. And she just keeps putting more shit in it, more sugar, more fucking. Splenda. <laughs> She's just like, let's go. She's stirring it in a big old thing. Stirring it with her tits. Big old floppers hanging out. Yeah, I, I don't know. Serve cold, get warm, holiday sangria style. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. It's not, I mean, hey. I'm going to go back to the original thing we said about the uh, the spiked apple. I don't know how many of these, of that flavor I could have. Yeah. It does have a little bit of a, of like a churn factor. Yeah. A churn variable where your stomach's like, I don't know what you're drinking. Like, what I don't know this? what to do. Yeah. But I feel like when I hear people drink sangria, if you have too much of it, your stomach does the same thing. It's kind of like, there's too much shit going on here, bro. Yeah. And it's like, wait a second, I'm coming up. Because usually you're having it with like a big old burrito yeah. or something. Yeah. And you're just like. It's like a hot Long Island where there's like 30 fucking flavors right. and, and different kinds of booze in there. And, yeah. I don't even know. Is, there's, is there a ton of booze? It's just wine, I think. I don't know. 
I don't know. It's not like they're like tequila or anything. They're not adding different shit? I don't think. I'm not really a sangria guy. I don't know. Hey, let's put our final bow on the party pack from Truly. Nice. Um, We have, again, in order, we had the spiked apple spice. We had the crayon orange sparkler. Yep. Pomegranate ginger fizz. And then lastly, the holiday sangria style. Uh, Chris, give us your... Uh, your favorite one, and maybe give an overall score to the pack. Sure. I'm going to say, and this is, I mean, to me at least, um, not really what I thought. I'm going to say the Cran Orange Sparkler was my number one. I was a, I wrote down, uh, prediction, apple spice is what I said. All right. So that's my prediction. I thought apple spice was my favorite. Turns out Cran Orange Sparkler was number one. Um, overall, I'm going to give it a 70. Yeah. I was just going to say, I'm in the same boat. 70, Cran Orange Sparkler was my favorite. I think the Sangria was my least favorite because I couldn't quite put a finger on it. I I think the Cran Orange, I gave it about an 84, 85. It might have been my favorite one where I think I could have had a few of them and felt good. Everything else was very low 70s or or 60s. Um, And if we go off our scale, 75 is where you'd order it again or buy it again. I don't know if I'd buy it again. If I saw... If, 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 if the Cran Orange was in like a four pack by itself. Or if we were somewhere, like I said, holiday, let's say we're at a holiday party and, uh, you know, there's a bunch of stuff there and, you know, the pickle beer is out and the jellyfish is gone and like all we have left is this uh, truly apple and a truly Cran Orange. I'd be like, dibs on Cran Orange. <laughs> I'll take the Cran Orange. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. So it's the scenario would have to be uh, exceptional. Hey. Props to Truly for being ambitious. I like uh, it. No no other brand is doing these holidays no. limited edition, so kudos I, to them. If they are, we're going to look for them. Yeah. Uh, I'm all about, you know, trying new things. I'm the king of variety over here. But yeah, 70 sounds perfect. It's kind of not down the middle, but just a little bit a little bit outside. That's just kind of like one of them was decent and the other ones were just, just okay. Yeah. Um, but otherwise... They're still light. We're not going to feel too crappy if you go back to February and are those episodes how well we felt the next morning. The next morning, which is key, especially for holidays. You got to get up and do shit again. So Absolutely. Cool. Um, care if I bring this home? Bring it home, baby boy. All right. I want to give some final thoughts tonight to another once very popular holiday song uh, that has since been pretty much canceled uh, by uh, the current climate. Rightfully so. Let's not be crazy. When it happened. Uh, And we're talking about, baby, it's cold outside. And my question or my thinking out loud thought is, is it time to uncancel, baby, it's cold outside? There are some really great pop culture moments with this song. Uh, Obviously, the shower scene in Elf comes to mind. And I'm going to keep this in. I like this song and I understand it's problematic. I understand it's got some really weird vibes to it. I'm also able to distinguish when it came out and the fact that when I sing it, I'm more or less listening to it because I really like the back and forth. I like the way it's sung. I like how it's engineered. And I think what's unfortunate is that we've been listening to a lot of Christmas music this Christmas and the last season, and no station has the stones to play it, to play it once. Even with a disclaimer that says, hey, Please understand this song was written, you know, multiple decades ago and like it for its Christmas vibe. It has that sing-songy Christmas feeling with those instruments, but I don't know. It's going to be a song that will probably never get the airplay it used to get, but I'm I'm not asking for that. I'm asking for maybe one day of the season. It kind of gets not a pass, but kind of like a... Play a few times, and then we'll, we'll we'll put you back on the shelf until next year. Right. I don't even think it gets that kind of um, allowance. Yeah. So that's that's my that's my piece. Um, any 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 counterpoint there, Chris? Any 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 feedback? I could give so many, but I'm going to let you have your last take. I'm saying this. My final thoughts are: understand that art is art. Yes, it's subjective. Everyone thinks about it differently. You have the right to change the station, to move along, to do whatever. You have the, and you also have the choice to not go act on something that the song might glamorize. 100%. Don't blame the movies. Don't blame the video games. Don't blame the music. 
it's your choice at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. if you hear it on the radio, let me know. Because I have not heard it for about a year and a half. I'll let you know. Yeah. yeah. And if anyone hears it out there, let us know. Let us know. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying it should be in the regular rotation, but once in a while, maybe a 3 a.m. shot, you know. Maybe late night. Late, late. <laughs> hey, hey, guys, you know, like. I'm playing it. And if I sound tone deaf on this, it's just because I, uh, I, I don't think, out of things that are canceled, I think this is one where it's like, it's a three-minute song. Uh, I don't know, just maybe... Maybe if you don't like it, skip it, but whatever. I mean, to be fair, I remember saying this is a creepy song years ago. I told Steph all Before the time. it was all oh, yeah. said and done. I was like, this is a, this is a total interesting song. Okay, you know, so you you had a feeling on this song a while back. You you were able to read the caption and go, well, that's weird. Yeah, I mean, it was probably, let's call it, let's five years ago. Yeah, right, when, right when Me Too happened. Yeah, it was probably even before that. So okay. let's call it ten years ago. Me, Me Too took it out, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean... You were just kind of ahead of the curve. Yeah, the, like, Bill, the is, Bill Cosby version up. of it really killed it. <laughs> <laughs> well, take us home. I feel good. You feel good? I feel so good. Go Bears. Go Niners. We got a, some big games happening this weekend. Please check our Instagram for the lead pipe locks. They'll yeah. be coming up. As well um, as the updates on the witchcraft advent craft box we're going to show it every day and keep checking that out please follow like and, subscribe and if you uh like any of those yeah go, go check them out we've been the dads we've been drinking truly's holiday party pack and uh i'm feeling pretty great about it so um until next week enjoy the holidays spirit maybe listen to some christmas music yeah. i don't know whatever you want to do uh, if you're going out to holiday parties be safe stay warm um we've been the dads that's been jim i've been chris and we've been the dads drinking truly holiday party pack we'll talk to you next week